If you're listening to this via podcast, we'd love for you to join our movement and have access to additional content by texting the word EMPOWER to 345-345. One of the biggest myths about women, IMO, is that we make choices based on what others might think. This is particularly true when it comes to how we look. Every single person at one time or another puts something on and wonders if so-and-so will like it. That's a universal thing. Guys weren't popping their collars because they liked the feel of a Lacoste wall around their neck, okay? But here's some truth for you. We ladies wear stuff, put on stuff, do stuff just for us. Gasp! Whether it's a gel manicure or a cheetah print leotard or a little Botox, each of us is strong and capable of making choices because, well, we can. That brings me to underwear. Because the weirdness of the word panties is the equivalent to the weirdness of the word moist in my book, and I'm not having it. So undies and bras are those things that we deal with on a daily basis, unless going full-blown commando is your style, which I applaud. While many women have nabbed a silky, sexy set, 7 out of 10 women still go to their old favorites. They might be discolored and frayed, but they're your standbys and they do their dang job. If you binged on any Real Housewives franchise, you've heard one word time and time again, Spanx. While you've heard of the product and maybe even squeezed yourself into something like it, I'm guessing you don't know the story of how it all began. Sarah Blakely started it all. She used to be a fax machine salesperson going door to door with what I imagined to be very exciting new technology. After work, it was time to party. It was 1998 and Sarah threw on some cream-colored pants which makes me nervous just mentioning. In addition to not spilling anything on said pants, Sarah needed to wear some underwear that made her booty look seam-free. Being the hustling lady she was, Sarah made her own shapewear out of control-top pantyhose. That, my friends, was the beginning of Spanx. She used $5,000 to invest in the idea and first sold Spanx on the sales floor of Neiman Marcus. Now, she's worth a billion bucks. That's a whole lot of Spanx. Sarah still has the receipt of her first sale, $15. In 2000, Oprah added Spanx's footless pantyhose to her favorite things list. A couple decades later, Sarah's the smart chick behind dozens of products, from denim to swimwear. One key choice that Sarah made that has created such a cult following is fitting everyday women in Spanx products. The difference between dimensions on a computer or a lingerie model and a real woman is significant. One little routine that Sarah says gets her creative juices going is going on a fake commute. Seriously. She lives near her Atlanta office, so she'll drive around aimlessly before getting to work. After all, it was in the car that she came up with her company name. It's concepts like these that made Sarah a self-made billionaire and a guru to many. If you groan at the idea of driving, simply pull out a notebook and write down any and every idea you have. Sarah has what she calls an idea book that's full of nearly a hundred pages. Of course, it's never just one singular concept that keeps a company thriving. Sarah says to hire your weaknesses, aka those things you aren't good at. As Sarah Blakely said, I pledge to invest in women because I believe it offers one of the greatest returns on investment. Looking for more inspiration, advice, and direction? Check out our new interview podcast, On The Spot. Available now on any of your favorite streaming services, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Amazon Alexa. 
You can also find it on our newly renovated website, onthedotwoman.com. I go in-depth with some of our most intriguing On The Dot women to watch. We are focused on your success. So let us know what you think by chatting with us at On The Dot Woman on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd love to hear your voice.